Hey everyone, welcome back to Milk and Honey. Uh, my name is Eve, if you don't know me, and my co-host is Ruthie, but she is not with us today because she's feeling under the weather. So I decided to take the reins and um, do a little solo episode with you guys today. It is October 1st as I'm recording this. Um, so some would say it's officially spooky season. Now, I am not a particular fan of spooky season, um, but I do have a little story that for those of you who like slightly creepy stuff, and for those of you who just kind of want to hear a a very dramatic story, uh, you're gonna enjoy, I think. So, I'm gonna do a little life update and stuff at the end of the episode, but for now, Let's just jump into the story. So I actually recorded this story earlier, and I was just super unenthusiastic as I was recording it, and I was I was going through it, I was editing it, and I was just like, I, I'm not even interested in this story, and this story deserves so much credit. So it's like 7 p.m. right now. I had a little bit too much wine, um, don't recommend that, but the point is, um, I'm a little tipsy, and the story is gonna be a lot more fun this way. I might not tell it as concisely, but it's gonna be a good time. So, about a year ago now, I had probably the worst week of my life. Everything was going wrong. It started out with my car got broken into, which sucked rocks. I mean, this person smashed my back window because, okay, I thought I was being all like cute and prepared. I kept multiple purses in my back seat so that depending on what I was wearing, I could switch to a different purse that matched my outfit better. So I had all these empty purses in my back seat and I'm parked in this ghetto parking lot, right? So of course someone's gonna come up see all those purses and smash my window like why am i surprised so i yeah i was super bummed i didn't know what to do i had to replace my window it cost a bunch of moolah so then what else happened uh my sister and i got into a big fight i lost all my socks all of them and i have to wear like tennis shoes to work so that was not cute and then my pregnant cat got hit by a car i know I know, terrible. So it was just, it was a lot. It was. I was super stressed out and um, something else little that happened to me that just sent me over the edge was, you know when you get into the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and there are two lanes, or just any drive-thru really, that has two lanes and you, you think you pick the faster one and then it's so slow. And the other one, the other one is moving so fast, and you're like, "Oh great, I picked, I picked the wrong line. This sucks." That happened to me, and oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how, how mad I was. It was hilarious. Anyway, so everything was going wrong, and one morning, getting ready to go to work, I lost my keys. I'm so exasperated. I'm literally mentally going through everything that's gone wrong this week, and I literally think to myself, "What else could go wrong? What is there left?" Besides, like, well, honestly, after my cat died, I was like, oh, so that that base has been covered. I wasn't worrying about anyone else dying. I was like, that has been accomplished. Cool. So the only thing I could think of was, like, my house getting broken into. I was like, that is the only thing left. If there is a checklist for things that could go wrong, that is the only one left. Honestly, I can't think of anything else. 
So I go to work, and while I'm at work, my mom comes over and is doing stuff around the house. I'm living in this house by myself. I don't know if I mentioned this. This is a house that my family owns. We are not living there at the moment. We're waiting for the market to, like, do its thing before we sell. So I'm living there, taking care of it, having my space, my autonomy. Um, and <laughs> so she's she comes over and is doing stuff, right? Leaves all the doors wide open. The town we live in is, like, super safe. So she didn't think any, anything of it when she did that. It was totally normal, whatever. But I don't get home until pretty late. So it's it's getting dark out by the time I'm home. And I'm like, ooh, wow, everything's open. I hate this. So I go around. I close and lock all the windows, all the doors. I kind of, like, go around the house with my flashlight, making sure that, like, everything is empty. I'm not super thorough, though, because living alone, you have to learn not to be too paranoid. Like, you need to be safe, but, like if you're too paranoid, you will, you will die from a heart attack. So I checked everything just like super cash and everything seemed good. I went upstairs. I made my dinner. I sat down to read. As I'm reading, I heard a strange sound in the kitchen and this house is old. It makes a lot of weird creaks and groans, but this was an unfamiliar noise. Kind of creepy. So I went and I just, I had my phone open ready to dial if I needed to, dial 911. And I look, nothing. There's nothing. It's fine. Um, and then I'm like, well, there's a, there's a stairwell through the kitchen. And I'm like, I could go in and peek and see, but I don't want to be that paranoid. Like I, I locked all the windows and doors. Everything's fine. I checked everything. Everything is good. I don't have to stress. So I go back, I read some more, and then I head into my room to go to bed. And as I'm going into my room, I'm scaring myself, guys. As I'm going into my room, I hear someone, I think, in my living room. I hear the floorboards creak. Yeah. So I close my bedroom door. I lock it. And I call. I'm literally scaring myself. Oh, my gosh. I call the person who lives, uh, who lives nearest to me in my contacts she does not answer the audacity does not answer but then I realized it's probably a good idea so I text my ex-boyfriend who has a gun I'm like hey come on over and and search my house please I beg of you just come on over with your gun search my house he doesn't he doesn't get back to me he's a working man text my best friend she's like oh hey you know I can come over and stay the night with you if you need you know whatever if you're just being paranoid but if you actually think that there's something slash someone in your in your house you need to call the cops and I was like uh no I don't want to be an inconvenience like I had never called the cops before and I was like what does what solicits this you know like I didn't want to call them for nothing so I just chilled in my bed terrified holding super still texting my best friend, trying to, like, chill, but I'm just trembling, totally trembling, my heart is racing, I don't hear anything for, like, 15 minutes, then I start hearing things again, like, clear as day, sounds like something's in my kitchen, sounds like something's going down in my kitchen, so I'm like, okay, the moment has come, I have to escape my house, thankfully, thankfully, it's a, it's a rambler, so it's all just one floor, it's on ground level, so I went and turned off my light. 
um, just in case there was someone outside that was watching me, they wouldn't be able to see in if I turned off my light. So I turned off my light, lifted my blind, slid open my window, destroyed my screen. You'd think I was the Hulk. I destroyed my screen taking out of my window. Just like, it is, might as well have been a, a potato chip. Anyway, I'm climbing out my window and there's a box fan in my room that I kick over. And it makes the biggest bang. And I think, hey, well, if there's someone in my house, they heard that. They heard that and they're either going to come for me or run away. One of the two. So I quick scramble through my window. I'm running through my yard, dialing 911. And it's like 50 degrees outside. I'm in a little crop top some like Walmart sweatpants and fuzzy socks just to just to create the whole picture for you. I'm running through my yard dialing 911 and as the operator picks up some animal starts snapping and snarling at me from the bushes like a big animal. It sounded big and as the operator as the operator picks up I scream scream and this poor lady probably was like terrified out of her mind. I was like, oh no, 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 no. It's just an animal. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I'm not in danger. It's fine. She's like, oh, okay. And I was like, but also I think there's someone in my house. <laughs> so, so she gets all my information. I'm standing in the middle of my street. The bushes are rustling. I'm sobbing from all the adrenaline and the shock. And it was, I just, I was beside myself and the lady was so so nice and then finally after like 10 minutes I it felt like way longer the cop showed up this really cute cop put me in the back seat of a squad car and we just like talked about our jobs and vibed and my ex-boyfriend texted me back way too late like hey I'm coming over I was like uh actually I'm the back of a squad car I'm safe but he was literally ready to come over with his gun it was awesome so, me and this cop were listening in on the radio as these other cops were, like, forcing entry on my house. They searched it from the attic to, like, under the stairs. They were so thorough. They said there were no force points of entry besides where I had gone out. Um, but the garage door was open. Yep. And this is a garage that you cannot open it without a fob, and we do not have a fob. You have to enter in a code that is the only way. And my mom had no reason to use this garage. She did not use it. Um, so yeah, the garage was wide open. So I don't know for sure because I never saw anyone and they didn't leave anything behind. Um, but I'm pretty sure there may have been someone in my house. So I'm home alone right now. That's why telling this story is freaking me out a little bit, but or am I? There might be someone here. Anyway, so, no, like a family member. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not drunk, but I am tipsy. Anyway, so, yeah, and my friend Ellie, shout out to Ellie, was like, hey, I'll come over and stay with you, or, like, you can come over here, whatever, but I don't know what was going on with me, but I was like, no, it's fine. You should get some sleep. I slept in this house alone that night after that had happened I convinced myself that it had been nothing and slept here alone and I did too for like two more weeks 
And every single night around the time that it had happened, between like midnight and 2 a.m., I couldn't sleep. I was so scared. But thankfully, if there was someone who had come into my house, they never came back. I mean, but like who would after a bunch of cops had shown up? Like that's not exactly a good like uh, strategy. <laughs> like, oh, if I break it into this house, I will get caught. Cool. So... I was safe. Eventually, some I had some people come and stay with me, and now I have people living with me, so it's all good. We're safe. We're happy. We're healthy. But, um, yeah, that was for sure the scariest night of my life. Um, I recorded a little life update earlier, teehee-hee, so I'm going to insert that here. Thank you for listening to my story. Be safe. Um, I just pray a blessing over you guys, okay? Be blessed, be safe, take care of yourself, don't be scared, okay? Don't be scared. I don't know if me saying that is going to help anything, but anyway. I love you guys. Here's a little life update. Guys, guess what? I decided to trash the old life update because, once again, so boring. I I am I hope you realize what a treat this is to experience Tipsy Eve. So many people have been like, I am so curious what Tipsy Eve is like. And honestly, I am not even that tipsy, so please, please experience this in person. Like, don't settle for this experience. <laughs> like, hold out, okay? Anyway, a little life update. I have been reading so much. Like, so much. I read this book called... The Perfect Couple by Elin something. Um, it's a murder mystery. Super, super interesting. I was hooked. Um, honestly, have never been a big, like, true crime fan. Never a big, like, murder mystery. Like, just a, not a big mystery person in general. Like, even as a kid, I did not like Scooby-Doo. I know, I said it. Anyway, I read it and it was so good. And then someone recommended the show The Undoing to me. Um, it's on HBO Max and I watched it and it is also a murder mystery. So just gripping. And then another murder mystery on HBO. It's called The Flight Attendant. I don't know what's happening to me. Like, this stuff used to freak me out so much and I don't want to become desensitized, but like... I am enjoying it. Anyway, I've decided to take a break. I started watching The O.C. because one of the stars of it, I don't know the actor's name, but he also played Dave Rogelski in Gilmore Girls. This guy, I would die for this guy. I don't know who he is, but I love him. Like, I know I'm not alone in this. That guy is the best. Anyway, I've been watching that. I've been reading. Um, it's been a really good time. I am finally unemployed and which is a funny thing to say but in the past I've been unemployed before because of COVID um but this time it's on purpose like I quit my job I'm taking time for myself I'm having a really great time just like kind of regrouping resting getting back on the workout grind getting my life together I'm going on vacation in a couple weeks or actually in a week in exactly a week I'm going to North Carolina with my family and I'm so excited I have all my outfits planned out. It's going to be a real vibe. I'm so excited. So, yeah. Also, I miss Ruthie so much. I'm so sad that she's feeling 
unwell and I have missed recording with her so much. So Ruthie, I know you're listening. I love you. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you feel like it, you should leave a little little five-star review if you want on the Apple Podcasts app. Um, we would appreciate that so much. I'm not expecting to, like, blow up by any means, but if you love our podcast, and I know you do, please just leave a review. We love you so much, and we'll talk to you next week, both of us, fingers crossed. Okay, love you!